true joy comes from Jesus. Happiness is just a feeling from our circumstances. Fulfillment only comes from Jesus Christ and not from the outcomes in our lives. Is this a preacher you just heard? Is this a priest? Is this Father Mike Schmitz? Is this a podcast that you've been listening to? No, this is the Oklahoma softball team at a press conference the other day. That's right, the women of the Oklahoma softball team were saying these things at a press conference after winning like their 40-something game in a row this season. So that might you might be like, okay, wait, what is the context here? Who, who, you know, who are these, who are these young ladies? Okay, let me let me fill you in. I came across a clip the other day of three players from the Oklahoma women's softball team and their head coach. And it was them just like expressing their happiness um, that, that doesn't, happiness doesn't come from their wins, doesn't come from their losses, it comes from Jesus. That they've had wild success on the field, but that's not the most important things in their life. And that their coach was like, hey, I'm here to win souls, not just win games. That was what I saw, and I was like blown away. This was like the most inspiring press conference I've ever seen of someone expressing their faith and talking about faith and the love of Jesus and that Jesus loves us being more important than athletics. This is the most impressive thing I've ever seen, more than any professional sports, basketball, football, hockey, baseball, golf, you name it. I've never seen a witness of faith greater than the Oklahoma women's softball team in that press conference that they gave the other day. So the context is this, Oklahoma women's softball, they've won the past two national championships. They're now two time defending national champions and this year they are 55 and one. They've only lost one game. They've won like 49 games in a row. They're the undisputed best team this year in softball and potentially the best team ever in softball. Like potentially the best college softball team ever, the greatest assembly of coaches and players and winning ever. I was listening to ESPN the other day and one of the softball analysts, she was saying how like, this is probably the greatest college softball team ever. And so what do I see? You know, I've seen them win games. I've been following them a little bit. You know, you see them, oh, like, you know, Oklahoma softball, they've won the championship. Oh, they're back to back. Okay, that was great. It was incredible to see. Then this year I saw, wow, they have like the greatest win streak in the history of college softball. But then I saw them talk and I saw these players talk and I was just like blown away at how they were witnessing to their faith. So it's like women's softball they're having the greatest season ever. And what are they talking about? They're talking about Jesus. So the clip I saw, and I'll try to link it below. Um, I'm not sure about like copyrights and everything, but um, I'll try to link it below. I'm going to read some of their quotes that they said. I mean, it was incredible. If I can't link it below because of copyrights, you have to go look this up because it is like incredible how clear they were able to express their faith in a loving way that answers the question of like, hey, our successes in life, what does that truly mean? What does that mean about us? The reporter asked them, hey, like you have the joy of the game when you play. You know, you like, you look so joyful when you play. 
and you know, you guys are just winning and winning and winning. You know, that joy is incredible. Like, how you know, can you speak about the joy of, of the game? And this one of the players, name's Grace Lyons, she says, Well, actually, happiness is just a feeling. Or no, sorry, she says, Well, actually, the true joy in my life comes from the Lord. And you're describing happiness, that happiness comes from is a feeling that comes from the circumstances in our life. But true joy, she's like, it doesn't come from softball. It doesn't come from um, you know, winning. It doesn't come from being on the best team ever in college softball. My joy comes from the fact that Jesus is my Lord and he loves me and he has saved me. That's where my joy comes from. And then another player jumps on her name's Jada Coleman. She says, Yeah, I can't agree more with uh Gracie. Um, you know, I've that my joy comes from the Lord and, you know, you're talking about wins and losses, but, you know, I'm, I want to know fulfillment in my life. And fulfillment, we've won two national championship championships in a row, but my fulfillment hasn't come from the championships that we won. My fulfillment hasn't come from the incredible success. She goes, when I won my first national championship, I didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't feel like this great big thing. I didn't feel like, wow, like I've achieved so much. It just felt like, what do I do with myself? What do I do now? She goes, and the more that I gave my life to Christ and the more that I realized that my fulfillment isn't from the successes of my talent, isn't from the successes of myself, but from giving my life to Christ, she goes, that gave me fulfillment and that gave me the freedom to play and to play well and to have fun and to just know that, hey, win or lose on the softball field, that's okay because my home is in something greater. My home is in heaven. My life is with Jesus. I'm like, wow, that's incredible. And then another girl gets on her name's Alyssa Brito. And she goes, yeah, you know, my, my home is in heaven. We have to understand that like, Outcomes don't determine the value of my life. The outcomes of winning and losing don't determine how I think about my life. My life is determined the fact that I'm saved by Jesus. My life is determined the fact that Jesus is my Lord. And I point to heaven and I have my eyes on Christ, win, lose, or draw. And she's, and she's like, so, you know, we're going to win. We're going to lose in life on softball and professionally wherever we are. She's like, but my life is rooted in Jesus. And that's why I'm happy. That's why I have joy. That's why I have fulfillment. So all three of them say that in this like incredible succession of, um, you know, just witnessing to their faith off of the question, Hey, you know, you just look, you guys look like you have the joy of the game. And I thought it was such a perfect opportunity for them to express their, their faith, because, you know, it's really easy to answer that question. You know, I've, I've played sports my whole life. I played sports my whole life. It's really easy to answer that question. The joy of the game. It's always like romanticized, you know, hey, I mean, this, this guy looks like he's playing with the joy of the game. And I always felt like I played with that. I love playing sports. I loved playing sports. And I understand that question. That question is very easy to answer when you say, yeah, you know, sports are supposed to be fun. And I just love playing. Winning or losing, you know, winning is more fun, but I just love playing the game. And these young ladies took the opportunity to to preach, to preach the truth. Because, hey, a good answer is, you know, the joy of the game comes from just, you know, that I, I'm lucky enough to play this game and lucky enough to play it at a, a high level. That's like the easy can answer that you can give to that question. You look like you're having so much fun out there. You know, where does this joy of the game come from? They took the opportunity to say, my joy comes from the Lord. And I'm like, wow. I, I was just like so blown away by it. I, I truly thought 
when I saw this video, I truly think it was the greatest witness of faith um, at a sporting event ever or a, sport, or a press conference ever. I thought it was the greatest witness of faith at any press conference that any athlete's ever given that I've seen. I truly, truly believe that. Um, and I'd actually love if y'all sent me some more press conferences or athletes witnessing to their faith. I'd love to see more of these. Um, and so then it got me wondering about, you know, okay, what is this culture like? Like Oklahoma women's softball, what are they doing over there? Again, like these, this is one of the best programs in the history of softball, college softball. They've won the past new chap, past two national championships. They've won six in the past, like 20 years. And they're on the most dominant run ever in women's college softball history right now. So I was like, what does the coach think about this? So I look up the coach and her name's Coach Gasso. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Gasso. And Coach Gasso, she, she is this incredible Christian. She loves the Lord. I was reading a little bit about her biography. And she said she had this experience where she felt like she wanted to be able to preach about her faith and just talk about the openness of, hey, Jesus loves you and we're athletes and we're trying to win games here. But, you know, overall, win or lose, Jesus still loves you. And she felt like she had to then make a choice in her life to say, hey, I need to give my basically the outcomes, give the success of this program over to Jesus. Because she said she felt that Jesus said to her, hey, you're not here to win games. You're here to win souls. Jesus said to her, don't worry about the outcomes of these games. You worry about showing my love to your players and I'll take care of the rest. I mean, imagine that pitch to an athletic director. If you're the coach, hey, uh, you know, Mr. AD, listening at a great program changing strategy here. I'm going to give my life to Jesus. Tell the players about Jesus and uh, don't really care about winning or losing. I'm going to let Jesus take care of that. I'm going to worry about their souls and I'm going to let him take care of the uh, success of this program. The athletic director is like, hey, where do you sign? Where do we sign on this? Like, imagine that pitch. I can't imagine actually like following through with that. That Coach Gasso had the courage to follow through with not worrying about the outcomes and just worrying about playing hard, playing the right way, training, preparing for the games, working hard, caring about the souls and the lives of her players. So, you know, I think this is an incredible example. Again, like such an incredible example of faith in athletics and faith in our everyday life. Um, The Oklahoma softball team, so, so inspired by them. Um, And, you know, for me personally, how it affects me personally is I was inspired because I know I worry about the outcomes it's really hard for me to not think about the outcomes of my actions or think about the outcomes of my, um, you know, my efforts. I always want to then be like, hey, I want this to be successful, whatever it is, whether it was in sports, whether it was in professional school, you know, like I wanted to get good grades in school because I wanted to be someone who had a good GPA. I wanted to have that badge on me. That's what I worried about. I want to say, hey, I want to get good grades. I want to be a you know, success. And I want to then think about the next step. You know, so it's college or in college, I want to worry about um, you know, success in athletics because I want to, you know, have like not fail at that. I want to then not be someone who's a failure at basketball. I want to get good grades and I want to not fail at basketball. So I want to be good at basketball and I want to um, you know, get good grades. And then professionally, it's like I want to be able to, you know do well at my job so I can 
make enough money and get rewarded and get success and get titles and have respect and people can say, hey, I respect him because of his job title. You know, I, I think about those things. I worry about those things and I worry about how I'm perceived more than I should. Sometimes I worry about how, you know, I'm using my talent in life. That's always been a really big struggle of mine is like wasted talent. You know, I remember there's this famous uh, quote in A Bronx Tale, which is a movie with uh, Robert De Niro and Chaz Paul, Paul and Terry. I'm definitely butchering his name. A lot of Italian names on this podcast today. I'm butchering all of them. I'm sorry to all of you and my Italian brothers and sisters out there. But, um, you know, it you know, says in Bronx Tale, you know, there's nothing worse than wasted talent. That's like a big line in that movie. Like, hey, like, don't waste your talent. And um, I've always kind of like felt that. I've always kind of carried that with me of like, hey, I don't want to just like be some bum who just like has talent in life and doesn't use it. And I've always felt like I need to use my talent because like there, I need to have some level of success because God's gifted me with this. But what I'm coming to realize now in my life, in my 30s, is that talent and the successes of, of school or of athletics or of jobs, that talent needs to glorify God. That that talent, what I have and what I'm given in my life and how I use it is not so I can get the glory, but so God can get the glory. Me being good at school or being athletic or, you know, trying to succeed in the professional world or this podcast needs to be for God's glory. And so I can point myself towards Christ and so I can point others towards Christ. Because what good is it if I gain all the success of the world if I lose my soul in the process? What good is it if we all make a ton of money or get success or achieve the ultimate, you know, levels of fame, riches? What good is it if we lose our soul in the process? What good is it if we alienate people in the process? What good is it if we, like, send souls, you know, just get, souls get distracted from Christ in the process? What good is the successes of this world if we don't use them for Jesus. And so that's what I've come to realize. I've always kind of had this struggle in my life with using the good things in my life or using my talents and how do I use these very well so I can then like have success to then, um, you know, whatever, create jobs or create teams and be on something to help other people. And all of that was kind of ego driven. It was all about me, how I look at myself and how I'm then using these things, using my talents and using my successes in my life. So what these Oklahoma softball young ladies proved so well to me is that every opportunity in our life is meant to give glory to God. So no matter where God places us, whether we're 0 and 50 on a softball team, 50 and 0, whether we're a you know, intern at a job, whether we're the CEO, whether we're the best player in the team, the worst player in the team, whether we have a million friends, no friends, whether we make $2 or $2 billion, all of those are opportunities to give glory to God and to show ourselves, hey, I'm loved by God and all of these outcomes and successes are not how I'm defined. So you might say, whoa, 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 but making $2 and making $2 billion, you know, obviously they're, you know, you don't want to be you know, obviously struggling for food is not a great spot to be in, but we're not defined by the outcomes in of our life. We're not defined by the circumstances of our life. We're not defined by the titles we've achieved in our life. 
And so I love the example these young ladies set is that like, hey, we have the opportunity to preach that Jesus loves us, win, lose, or draw, champions or not champions, however we are placed in our life. And so it was, it, 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 I reflected on that to say, hey, a lot of times I've struggled with this, like, hey, how do I use these things in my life, the good things in my life, my talents for Christ? And I was really just thinking about how do I use them to serve myself? How do I use them to make myself look good, make myself look strong, make myself achieve great things? But like, hey, we're all one day gonna, you know, be old. One day we're all gonna lose our fastball. You know, we can shoot a three one day. You know, one day Steph Curry's not gonna be able to shoot anymore. One day, um, you know, Clayton Kershaw is not gonna be able to throw a curveball anymore. One day, someone who's a really famous singer, I don't know, Taylor Swift. One day Taylor Swift's gonna stop making music. One day, uh, you know, the presidents and all the congressmen, and all the senators, they're not gonna be in power anymore. So what does that mean? What does that mean for us? When we don't have the power, when we, we're not at the height of our success, what does that mean for us? Well, our identity can't be in the outcomes of our talents and the outcomes of our circumstances. Our identity needs to be in Jesus Christ and that he is the fulfillment of our life. And so that really struck me. And that's what I found in the past few years is that, you know, all the good things in my life are blessings from Jesus, but my f- true fulfillment I've never felt more fulfilled than when I'm following Christ and when I'm following Jesus's will for my life. I've never felt more fulfillment in my life than when I'm following Jesus's will for my life. And, you know, I played college basketball. I got a degree. I've gone around the world. I've done mission trips. I've worked in life. I've, you know, done, worked on cool projects. But that's all great stuff. But again, the fulfilling, the fulfilling parts of my life are from following God's will in my vocation, following God's will for my life, and giving to others. So, you know, I I was really inspired by this um, press conference. And again, like I think it's, these young ladies were, yeah, great example of letting Jesus in wherever we are in our lives. And I think lastly, I think these young ladies were a great example of living out our faith in the everyday life. You know, not just living out faith in the church pew, not just living out faith in a Bible study, but living out faith in our jobs, in our talents, in our hobbies, um, and being great. You know, Jesus wants us to be great. Jesus doesn't want us just to be mediocre people with our heads down. Go be the greatest engineer. Go be the greatest athlete. Go be the greatest singer ever. Go be the greatest project manager ever. Go be the greatest nonprofit CEO ever and tell people about Jesus along the way. Wherever God takes us in our lives, we can be great at it. We should should be great at it. And let's tell about Jesus along the way. Let's tell people about, hey, any achievement I have is only a door to open to tell people about Jesus. My successes in life are only a, a door that I can open to say, hey, but my true fulfillment, my true joy doesn't lie in my successes, but it lies in Jesus Christ and the fact that Jesus Christ loves me. So let's go be great in our lives, just like the greatest softball team ever assembled in college, and let's tell about Jesus while we do it. Let's tell people about Jesus while we're being great. And that's what I think this Oklahoma team is so inspiring and so inspiring to me. Um, You know, and a lot of of courage by them, a lot of faith to tell people on a national stage, ESPN reporters around there to say, hey, like, you know, my fulfillment isn't in... The fact that we're 
winning and that we're in the fi- World Series final, World College World Series final, but it's in Jesus. So, you know, I'm cheering for them. Uh, they're actually, when you see this, they're going to be in the World Series, College World Series final. So, you know, I hope they win, go for a three-peat. That's really cool. I'm going to be cheering for them. All you Oklahoma softball players, you guys are incredible, um, not only on the field, but especially off the field. I'm inspired by you guys. I'm going to be following you along on your journeys. Um, yeah, God bless all of you. And, you know, I'm happy to see athletes standing up for the faith. So I'm going to be cheering for them. I hope they win it. Go for the three-peat. Um, thank you all for watching and listening. Make sure you reach out to me. Tell me any other press conferences that you have out there, an athlete talking about Christ or maybe a, a you know a singer or a, you know, an actor talking about Christ. Send me those. DM me those. Email me those. And, you know, let's go Sooners, Boomers, Sooners for this uh, College World Series. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye.